Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast. I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And I'm your co-host, Morgan Angelique Owens. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. And today we have with us our digital correspondent, Andrea Carter. How's it going, Andrea? Fine, John. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. And we also have with us our special guest, Ask Ashley. How are you doing today, Ashley? I am doing wonderful, John. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. And we'll get to your topic in a little bit. But first, we're going to talk about some news. So, Andrea, what's the chocolate news of the week? Well, the biggest chocolate news of the week is the tornado that devastated a a number of states, but especially in Mayfield, Kentucky. So far, 74 people have been injured, but they believe another 100 are still missing from the tornado. And I believe the National Weather Service has designated an an F4 tornado, which makes it a very devastating tornado for those who don't understand. Whoever saw the movie Twister will understand the type of tornado that went through Mayfield, Kentucky. It is one of those dangerous, not an F5, which is really destructive, but an F4 is close to an F5, and that's what happened in Mayfield, Kentucky. So using the movie Twister is the best way to describe what went through Mayfield, Kentucky. Actually, all the straits, I believe from Arkansas, Illinois, to Kentucky, it was, it was, they said either it was a tri-state or four-state event. So it, my heart goes out to everybody. The youngest victim was two months old. Governor Bashir almost broke down and cried at the press, conf- at the press conference when he announced it. I think the oldest victim was in their 80s, I believe. And the devastation is everywhere, but one person was very upbeat and they said, this happened, but we're trying to stay positive. And I believe anyone who can donate to help them out, give them, send them prayers, send them love, send them hope, that would be the best thing possible. Yeah, it really is sad because I remember the night of the tornado and I remember that it was, it was, the winds were really aggressive and it was banging on my window really loud. And I was just like, oh my God, this is terrible. I hope everyone's okay. But then I woke up and all this devastation happened and it's, it's, it's really quite sad. It is quite sad. In fact, if you read some of the weather stories that are coming out, um, some of the meteorologists did designated as a Goldilocks moment, meaning that the, the, the weather situation was so right for this to occur. And, you know, some people are saying this is the result of climate change. More and more storms are getting harsher and harsher, um, becoming these severe weather events, not just a regular thunderstorm or hail or things like that. So I think we're just going to have to continue to watch and see what we can do. And, you know, if there's a way for you to be able to help the people in Kentucky, I would say try and reach out and do something to help them. The next story that we got is the Kim Potter story real quick. Yes, yes. Today, the prosecution changed its case from the events of the day that Dante Wright got shot to training, to what the police know and don't know. And a sergeant got on the stand today and said, it's very rare for someone to mix up a gun and a taser. They talked about the training. They talked about what police officers go through, what they're thinking, things like that. They also noted that officer, the former officer um, Potter for Brooklyn Center police department took off the safety of her holster before approaching 
the um, the car that held Dante Wright. So um, it was a very interesting testimony today. Um, the story's up on our web. And um, I think what's very, very interesting now that when you see these these trials going on with the police officers, the prosecution is starting to take a look, not just at training, but what an officer really goes through the procedures, the, um, the, ment- you know, the mental capacity of what officers go through, and point out what they know, what they know they shouldn't do, and what actually happened, and put it all together. So it's very compelling testimony. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Yes, I hope Dante Wright gets the justice that he deserves. You know, after, um, you know, the killing of Ahmaud Arbery, I hope he gets the same justice. That's all I can say about that. Yes, and and in fact, also the officer, Derek Chauvin, who was convicted in the Aubrey trial, he pled guilty to the federal charges today. So trying to lessen his time in jail on the federal charges. So we'll see what happens when he's sentenced by the judge regarding that. Yeah, but he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I doubt if he ever gets a chance for parole, but you just never know. But he's trying to see his way through this and just get on with his life and not go through anything else. So, um, and I think I, you just have to commend him when, you know, when he knows they're done, they're done. So, um, at least on that case, the family can rest, move forward, knowing that, Derek Chauvin is in jail for the rest of his life. Now, I also want to reintroduce our special guest, Ash Ashley, who has been doing columns for the Cincinnati Herald for a while now. And I must add that they are very, very successful columns. So thank you, Ashley, for coming on our show today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, John. I'm very excited to be here. No problem. And you have a book coming out, am I correct? I do. I do. So the book is called I Am Who I Say I Am. It's an affirmative guide to help you realign your vision of you. Um, I wrote the book uh, this year in 2021 after going through several battles of just feeling like lost and wanting to have a very clear idea of where I was headed with my career and who I wanted to be when I got there. And so I started doing, um, I really dug deep into affirmations and manifestation and what that meant and what that looks like. And as I was continuing on my journey, I came up with a challenge that I did for myself. And as I was going through this challenge, I started seeing the things that I was wanting manifest, like just very clear as day. And it was happening so um, naturally that I really wanted to share what it was that I learned from my experiences with everybody else. So that is how I um, I came up with I Am Who I Say I Am. I'm really excited about it. It's my first piece that I've ever done. Yes, I know writing a book is a very challenging ordeal. And just that you did it is very awesome. Um, Andrew, did you have any questions for um, Ashley? Yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, I, I find, um, Ashley, I find your, your column very interesting. You, You get some interesting letters, girl. What was your most favorite letter so far to date that you had to give advice to? You know what? Um, There is actually like a certain topic that is my favorite. And any topic that is related towards a single mother trying to deal with her father or her children's father, those are the, the topics that really hit home for me. 
So those are the one that sometimes I have to take my time with. And it's not always just, you know, somebody being, you know, somebody like breaking up and being an ex. It's usually just, you know, when the co-parents don't have a great relationship and they're trying to figure it out because it's so similar to my story, my personal story. So those are the type of topics that really um, make me kind of sit there and scratch my head for a second. Like, okay, let me make sure I'm not making this personal. And I'm saying like, you know, (laughs) I'm giving advice that um, is the right kind of advice and not advice that is emotional based. Well, I I, I would just say that it's always hard to give advice, I assume, um, especially for single mothers, having to deal with fathers who like to be there for the good stuff, but don't want to be there for the bad stuff and or pay for it. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I mean, I, I, my mother raised me, she, my father was around, he was there for a few things, but basically I was raised by a single mother. So I understand that scenario. How did you get into the advice giving business and where did you get your wisdom from? I started Ask Ashley after dealing with a bad breakup. It was um, something that I didn't want to face. I didn't want to have to deal with. I I knew that the relationship was over, but I only felt better when I was helping my friends with the things that they had going on in their lives. And I realized the only time I could really escape from what it was that I was dealing with or not really wanting to deal with was when I helped them with their personal situations. So they just kind of encouraged me um, and my family and friends all encouraged me to really start putting myself out there. And growing up, I was a big, big, big fan of Dear Abby columns in the paper. And I just, I thought that, you know, the more I helped everybody else, the more I helped other people, the better I would start to feel. And I did, Um, but eventually I had to, do what I recommend to everybody else. And I had to end up going to therapy and just deal with the problems that I was really trying to run away from. But the more therapy I had gone through, the better my advice had become because I started to deal with my own internal issues. I I noticed that in your writing, there's kind of like a a little bit of old fashioned, baby, here's what you need to do type of situation. So when you mentioned your grandparents, your grandfather, I said, oh, that's where she gets it from. So, yes, yes, my grandfather really pushed for me to put myself out there more than I ever intended. I never intended for um, all the blessings that God has given me. Thank, you know, thank goodness for that. But um, he really pushed me and he still pushes me to this day. And he's really big. Actually, it's funny because he's really big into manifesting as well. And he continued to tell me that before I turned 35, he knew that he was going to see me on, or he said, by the time I turned 35, he knew that he was going to see me on TV. And it was this year, my 35th year, that I um, got my section on Fox 19 every Saturday morning. So he wakes up every Saturday morning seeing me and he reads, you know, he reads the Cincinnati Herald column and he reads the paper and he just is very, very supportive of what it is that I do. So some of that old school advice does kind of come from my connection with him. I'm an old school kind of lover. Um, I'm 35 years old, but my heart is, is, is probably more of a 50, 60 year old woman, honestly. I know everyone has a new way of doing this and that, but you know what? Old school wisdom is everyone relies on that because there's truth in that. There's feeling in that. And, you know, and I just, I know when it comes to dealing with breakups and things like that, Mm -hmm. 
everyone turns to an older person in their family on mm -hmm. what to do or seeking advice. So that's where I see that in your answers and things like that. So I commend you on that. Thank so. you. For me, the old school is, I mean, I'm not opposed to, you know, I'm not opposed to new school. I feel like I'm right there in the middle. But for me, old school um, advice or even old school music or, you know, old school movies and things like that, it's kind of like the foundation for me. Um, so if I can go back and go to my foundation and figure out the things that I feel like are important um, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to parenting, co-parenting, um, you know, dealing with jobs and things like that, I, I feel like if I can circle back to that foundation, then I'll more than likely be able to find the right answers to give people. So do you get letters mainly from women or from, or do you, do you is it more from women or from men or a mixture? I would say about 80 to 90% of the inquiries that I get are from women, but there will, there will be a man pop up every now and again that'll surprise me. Okay. All right. Okay. John? Well, once again, congratulations on the book, Ashley. So when will it be available or is it already available? So the book, um, you can get it downloaded as an ebook right now. If you go to my website, www.ask-ashley, that's Ashley with two E's, no Y.com. Or I will have a book signing at the Cincinnati Herald on January the 2nd from 12 to 2, and you can purchase a physical copy there. Um, after the book signing, the physical copies will be available on my website and they will be available via Amazon. Uh, that sounds exciting. Very, very exciting. I intend to get that book because, you know, I'm old school too. I'd like to have the book in my hand. I can't, um, I'm not a big ebook person. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of people say that to me. So thank you very much for the support. I appreciate you guys. No problem. Well, that's it for um, this section of the episode. And we'll switch over to Morgan Angelique Owens, where she'll align us with some beauty, lifestyle, and culture. So take it away, Morgan. All right. Thank you, John. So I am super excited to be talking with Manny, who is the owner of Natural Shea Care. And if you guys have been following me on Instagram or my blog or even on Fox 19, you can definitely check out some of his ama amazing products. So I'm um, super excited to be just chatting with him and his business today. Um, so Manny, hello. Hi, how are you doing, Morgan? I'm good. Do you want to just briefly introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, so my name is Manny Otto, and I'm the founder and CEO of Natural Shake Hair. Natural Shake Hair is a 100% all-natural skincare product company, and this is a company that I built in my basement some four years ago. We've been very, very successful, and we have quite a bit of distribution across the country. Ah, that's awesome. Um, and so you have, you have a couple of scents out. Um, what, which, what, what are those? So we have a vanilla fragrance, we have a kiwi fragrance and we have a lavender fragrance out as well. Yeah. So what, what sparked you to start this kind of company? So as you can hear from my accent, I'm originally from Ghana. Ghana has a lot of shea butter in Ghana. And um, when I came into the U.S., 
I realized that there was a huge demand for shea butter in the U.S. So mm -hmm. growing, growing, growing up back in Ghana, you know, I lived in a village that was really, really poor, but it had a lot of shea butter in there. So I always made made a promise to myself that when I ever make it to the United States, I will see if I can find a business opportunity that would be able to help these women in this village. 10, 15 years later, I was in the US and I realized that Shea Butter is good business. So I connected dots and I'm able to now produce Shea Butter from that village. So we're able to give jobs to the people, but we're also able to you know, contribute at donations for community development projects in that village. So this is the dream I had and it has wow. kind of played out well for me. Wow, that's awesome. Um, you know, this, you know, beauty industry, a lot of, well, a lot of black owned businesses are just doing really well in this spectrum. I mean, especially black women have a billion dollar spend. That's what really, you know, prompt me to want to team up with the Cincinnati Herald to, um, you know, launch Herald Beauty. So how, how has it been, you know, over this past year? You know, I don't know if you consider yourself, I think you can, you can consider yourself part of the beauty business because, you know, shea butter, a lot of, a lot of people use it. Um, that's part of, of beauty, skincare, of course. But how do you feel this past year has been for your business, especially with the pandemic? So the past year has surprisingly been very good for us. I mean, we've done most 90% of our sales in the last four years in the last nine months. So the last wow. year is really, really, you know, good for us. We are just about doing about $100,000 in revenue a month beginning some two months ago. So the year has been pretty good. I mean, like you said, the African-American woman or the black woman continues to be the backbone of our company. They buy most of our products and we primarily tailor our products towards the African-American woman. So that is a huge, back rock for us yeah i love it i mean i use it daily um i know a lot of people that have commented on the stuff i've done they they love it um but i also i love part of your marketing strategy that you'll leave it in various places like you know in the bathroom of the african-american chamber gala um <laughs> people were loving it um you know and i i love that you're you're always supportive of uh, community events, especially at the Herald Beauty, you um, gave us some samples and some other stuff. So um, it's a great product and I enjoy it. Are you going to expand into any other um, products with the brand in the near future? Yes. And just to give you a little more credit, Morgan. So I noticed that Kroger has even commented on one of the vanilla blogs. That yes. <laughs> <That's> yes. <laughs> so thanks yes. for doing such a great, great job for us. Yes, we are. We are planning on coming up with different products to include, and in which I think I might have talked to you about with the dog shampoo, because we have a lot of push coming from our dog lovers mm -hmm. that they want some product, you know, for your dogs. We are looking at food bombs, the True Shave food bomb. Mm. We're also looking at um, True Shave lotion, because in as much as our product is really, really good for the dry skin, sometimes when it gets during the summer, we lose some of our clients because it's a little thick. And so people go in and, and try and buy lotion products. So we're rolling out a lotion product to sometime 
this summer to be able to meet and cover all those needs. Oh, that'd be nice. I know my dog, I put, I've put your product on before when he had a little nick and it really helped him heal. So I will be looking forward to that dog. We're going to make a special one for him, so. Yes, and he has to be an influencer too. So exactly. <laughs> Ralph is ready. <laughs> Ralph is definitely ready. So where can people um, purchase your products right now, locally so, and if they don't live in Cincinnati, how can they get them? So locally, if you're in Cincinnati, we are, so we're in 1,300 Kroger stores across the country. We're in Target.com, we're in Walmart, and we're in Amazon. Now we're in Jungle Gyms. In Cincinnati as well. So if you're local, we're pretty much in all the big Kroger stores in mm -hmm. Cincinnati, Jungle Gyms. You can always go to our website, naturalshakecare.com to buy mm -hmm. our products or target.com or Amazon to get it online if that is the route that you choose. Okay. And so Manny, what are three beauty products that you can't live without? So the three beauty products that I can't live without are True shave, true shave, and true shave. All righty then. <laughs> I use it. I swear. I mean, I swear by it. Use it all the time on my skin, on my hair during the winter, during the summer. So I really would stick with my true shave products. Yeah. So everyone, make sure that you go pick up some. I love using the um, the original just after you know I shower, take a bath, and then I love using the lavender one at night to calm me down. And then even now with the holidays, um, rocking the vanilla because um, it reminds me of sugar cookies. So you cannot eat it. A couple of people commented that they wanted to eat it. You cannot eat it. I mean, you probably could, right, Manny? It's all natural, right? So shea butter <laughs> itself is nothing but butter. So in uh -oh. the other parts of the world, like in Ghana and Europe and Japan, shea butter itself is used for chocolate, the fried wow. eggs, it's nothing but butter. It hasn't been certified in the US yet, but it's edible. So just a cool oh, one. so you can eat it. Oh, it's okay. nothing but butter. Oh, yes, wow. Edible. Okay, well, all right, there you have it. Manny told y'all you could eat it. Um, so Manny, uh, how can people um, follow you on social media and give your website one more time? So the website is naturalshakehead.com, but we're on Facebook and then we're on Instagram as well. So those are some of the places that you can follow us at. What's the Instagram name? It's True Shea Care. True.com, <laughs> something. True, it's True <laughs> It's True Morgan, you came up with Morgan, you came up with that name, so you should I that. did. It, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm letting you tell the people. Yeah. It's, it's true shake hair or you can go on my instagram morgan angelique owens and just tap on the post about it or on the blog so um manny anything else you want the audience to know about um natural shea care so so i would want to know a little bit about natural shea care is that it has a lot of healing properties so it's good for eczema it's good for psoriasis it's good for stretch marks it's good for um, um mosquito bites and all that. So if you have if you have eczema, I recommend that you use it to help with those skin conditions. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you, Manny, so much for joining um, the Herald Beauty section of, of the Chocolate News podcast. Um, hopefully we'll have you back soon with more updates and maybe even announce a special 
a special surprise between my brand and yours. We won't, I'm not going to say too much, but, um, but yeah, thank you for joining, um, joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, John, back to you. Thanks, Morgan. Well, everyone, that's it for today's show. You can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thesenseiherald.com, the SESH newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And once again, I want to thank Andrea for discussing the news topics of the week. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you, John. I want to thank Ashley for coming on and talking about her much anticipated book and the book signing. So thank you, Ashley, very much. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was a great episode. I appreciate it. No problem. Well, this is John Reese and have a good day. Bye.